0: Welcome to episode 89 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. And how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? I can't complain. I'm doing great. Well, we
1: we got our complaining out and we're not going to dive into it, but I I got some things off my chest before the Mm -hmm. podcast, you know, vented a little bit. I feel (laughs) warmed up, ready for the podcast.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, man. I laugh because it's true. And we still have a good 45 minutes to an hour to get on soapboxes and do whatever we need
1: to do. That's just mm. enough time to construct the soapbox, step on the soapbox and then preach from the soapbox. There you go. No, <clears throat> I, I am, uh, I'm doing well. I, you know, I, man, this whole last week and the week before that has been really weird and exciting and terrifying. and, I don't know. We we just have so much going on. And yesterday we did a soft launch of the new website. So it exists oh, yeah. in the interwebs. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're bored out of your mind, because we all know you are hit up T a check it out. Let us know what you think. Um, there are going to be some minor little glitches and little things going on. Cause we're doing a lot in the background right now as we speak. Um, like mainly, we uh, we launched a site and orders started rolling in before we had email integration done. So a bunch of customers had no email notifications for mm. orders, which we had kind of like a lull in sales. And this always happens the week before Black Friday. You know, people kind of hold off and I understand why. Um, and so I was like, you know, it's the week before Black Friday. Nobody's going to order anything, whatever. I was totally wrong. Um, so yeah, I've been manually sending information to customers which is cool it's a good thing I mean imagine you're you just purchased a product and uh and one of the owners reaches out to you personally and just kind of fills you in on the situation and thanks you for being one of the one of the guinea pigs on the new website and it's gone really well but um, it's kind of crunch time for us now and so on one hand, there's this massive weight off my shoulders because the website is live and we're good. Okay. So it's, it's there. looks, good. but on the other hand, <clears throat> there's a lot of little things now that need to happen like integrating it with our accounting system and <laughs> <laughs> making sure things are tracked, you know, the important stuff, but we're making a lot of headway. The website has been something I've talked about for over a year now on the podcast, we've often on said, Hey, I'm working on the podcast. So it's exciting. And uh, I've already gotten a lot of feedback from people that ordered and said, it's way more streamlined. There's a lot more information available on the site, how you navigate it. There's more products, the way it's laid out. Um, the one cool thing about the new website is people can buy pretty much every single component. So anything that breaks in the individual parts, you can find it. Um, If you have like wear parts, like hardware, clips, pins, things that you can lose, people can jump in and um, they can just pick up what they need. And there's going to be more parts added. I don't think everything's up yet, but we're trying to get the website as smooth as possible so that we can focus on marketing and getting people to a site that captivates them rather than, The old site where it was like you had to, I don't know, you just had to do so much stuff and it was very confusing. And I just didn't like the old site. But yeah, new site looks awesome. There's a lot of functionality that I have, a lot of control over things that I didn't have before. I can put things wherever I want. I can have videos play. I can just have nice photography. There's a lot of background imagery, like just little details that I think take a company from kind of a, a just a, a mom and pop feel to a more of a corporate feel. And that's kind of what it's kind of like the next iteration of the maturing of TA targets and what we're trying to do. So I don't know. And also with that, all the excitement around working with warrior poet and, and getting the Ravens cranked up. Now the Raven exists on our own website, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good time and I feel like we're making a lot of progress.
0: What about you? What do you, what do you have spinning in your world? Um, so we also, we have a few, uh, collaborations that we are kind of in the, in the middle of, we haven't shipped product yet, but I think I'm waiting on, on some POs and, um, and there's a few things I'm that I'm very excited about and it's kind of some uncharted territory for us and kind of how we're, we're working these, uh, that's how we're working these collaborations. So that's kind of been, uh, at times frustrating and at times worrying and exciting and just kind of all those emotions like that, that I felt with these opportunities, um, so I'm looking forward to getting those getting those rolling. I don't I don't think at this at this point um, I, I'd be surprised if they rolled out this year. It might be um, either very end of December or very early January. Um, but there, there, there's just a lot of work with that, and it's kind of been a it's been a good been a good learning experience for me. I've <clears throat> I, I've made some mistakes along the way. Of, of, um, you know, I just want to do something. I just want to get it done. Like, if there's something <clears throat> that we need to do, I just do it, and then I let them know, hey, I did this, and that's kind of that's kind of backfired on me a few times where they were like, well, you know, what about our input? And so it's just like I get excited, <laughs> and yeah, I just want to get stuff done and and move forward. And I've and I, I've made some mistakes of just not thinking about, oh yeah, this is a collaboration, and there's someone else on the other side that that, that wants input. Um, you know, I, I'm used to this point just doing what I want to do and and what I think is looks good. And I'm learning that not everybody else thinks my ideas are are our uh, best, which is fine. That's that's why we're doing a collaboration because so that they have input. That's, that's that's something that
1: I can definitely relate to where there, you know, anytime we've done a collaboration, at least in the last year or two, it's just, it it always takes longer than you would think because it's more, it really is truly a partnership that you're forming with whoever you're working with. No matter if they're selling a product of yours or you're partnering up on a joint product venture or, or whatever, you're really partnering up. So yeah, it's, it's not much different, at least the stuff we've done. It's really no different than a business partnership except there's not joint ownership between parties. Um, but yeah, it it can definitely drag on. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's going to be good. I mean, ultimately I want, I want the people that we're working with to be excited about it. And if that means, you know, maybe giving up some design features that I think, would complement things ultimately that needs to be in their hands. And there's been a couple of times where I've kind of try to gently give my opinion of, you know, here's why I think you should think about this, but then ultimately I step back and I, and I let them make that call. And um, so it, it, it really, most of these things aren't very major issues and it's something that like on the customer side of things, they would never notice or think about or, or anything like that. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's nothing that I get too worked up about, but it's just, it's it, it, it's been a good, it's been a good learning experience just to, on my part, to, to learn, I need to step back and, and, uh, and let, you know, just let the other companies have their input and make the, and make those decisions. So, uh, there's, I was that because there were a couple things yesterday that that kind of I, I kind of got smacked on the back of the hand for, which I'll I'll take. It was my fault. Um, other than that, like we are quickly approaching Thanksgiving this next week already, which is insane. Um, we're doing a we're kind of changing things up this year from what we've done in past years for our. Black Friday sale promotion time. <clears throat> uh, previously, I've done like a week-long thing. And kind of what I've seen the last few years is you get a big spike the first weekend. And then it dies back down to pretty normal levels during the week. And then spikes Spice, back up. Spikes again, yeah. The, the last weekend. And so this year, you know, well, after last year, I'm like, I'm not going to do this this week-long marathon thing because it's exhausting on our part too of like having to constantly try to come up with with content and constantly trying to push push a sale because there would be days go by that I wouldn't even think about it and I'm like man I didn't I didn't tell anybody about our sale and stuff like that so we're really gonna hit it hard for four days we're gonna go um, Black Friday to Cyber Monday and we're gonna kind of hit it hard in each of those days and each day we're gonna have um, a new deal kind of start um, based on different products because it's fun we have have more products now and we can do more things so it's gonna be fun Um, I'm a little anxious about it just because I want to make sure that we have all of our ducks in a row and there's there's a couple things that that are going to be rolling in the the, probably the week the first week of December that that we're actually putting up for sale which I kind of hate doing but I mean, they're on their way. We're just not going to have them in hand uh, before the sale and promotion starts.
1: Yeah, that'll be a – I totally get the exhaustion thing. And for us, last year we did exactly what you're saying. We just kind of did like a a flash. Here it is this weekend. Get it. Do it. Whatever. Um, This year we're doing the opposite. But it's – there's quite a few reasons why. But – I guess I can talk about it here on the podcast, but either way, we're there's going to be something coming with the Raven. So that's obviously why we've been building some hype around it. So people are going to see a lot about the Raven, uh, both on warrior poet and here on TA. So there's that. And then there are other things coming. I would say first week of December and then third week of December, there's some special stuff coming too. So I'm going to be exhausted come January. It's going to be ridiculous, but we did finally, finally get a solid lead on ammunition, and I should have, like, pallets showing up this week. Nice. Um, so th- there will be – it'll be really cool, and we're not just going to release ammo to the site. So, sorry, it's going to be used in other ways. Um, on, definitely for sale, but uh, working some other things out. And, uh, I totally understand the exhaustion whenever you're running a week long sale and you're trying to keep people excited about it. You know, you're, you really should be talking about it every single day or have something trying to engage more people every single day. Um, the second thing that we're working on, which would be like the first or second week of December, I'm not going to, I mean, it'll probably be a week long, but I'm probably not going to push it every single day. Um, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, It it depends how this whole Raven thing goes and where this ammunition sits and everything else that's going on. But one of the reasons why we are doing way more than we would have last year is we have a brand new site. So all of like Google's crawling and all of the SEO rankings and everything else for a period of this new site's existence are going to drop they're going to just suffer because it's it's a brand new thing. Google's got to figure out that it's still us. You know, we've repointed all the old domains to the new site, but we're going to lose some traction as far as search results. So we want to get as many people on the site in as, I don't want to say as short of a time as possible, but a consistent amount of weeks in a row, I want to have spikes in traffic. And, and that's kind of, I mean, really that's the driving force behind why we've decided that we're going to make me go crazy for the next three, four weeks and uh, be all stressed out. And yeah, but that's, yeah, it's a viable
0: option when you're trying to get people on the site. Yeah, that is a, I mean, when your entire business relies on your website, you know, that's, it's, it's worth putting that much energy and time and, stress into into it that's your that's your lifeblood especially in in the times we're going through where online businesses are the ones that are the ones that are thriving yeah
1: i i'm very thankful that we were structured the way that we are i will say that and uh you know looking at where we're at as a society and and getting into winter and other states talking about shutdowns and things it's I'd be lying if I didn't say I was worried about what the outlook of that's going to look like for everybody. Uh, The other thing that really does still concern me as a business owner, and this is a, just a reality. And I think I touched on last week is, is just the fact that because ammo is pretty much depleted You know, a lot of people, millions of people have plenty of ammo that they can go out and shoot, but they're not going out and shooting, not at the level that they were. So my job is then through our company's marketing to get people excited enough to want to shoot and then buy targets. And that's my concern for 2021 is on the consumer side. Are people going to be buying secondary things like a steel target system? if ammo is depleted and they're scared and all of this stuff and and that's an unknown and it's a small fear that I have. I think that I have uh, a good team and we have the ability to navigate that just fine. But, you know, this year has been a weird year and hopefully 2021 relaxes a little bit because everybody's worn out.
0: Yeah, it's, I, mean, I think it's a good concern, and that's and good. I think it's good of you to to be looking kind of that far forward and that and just down that road. Um, I'm concerned, just you know, things are spiking again. So, and it's actually from you know from everything I'm seeing is actually worse than what it was when this you know hit us in the spring. So, um, you know, a lot of the reason that that ammo's in the in the situation it is is because of of lockdown, and um, you know Fiocchi in Italy is was, was right in the heart of, of of the mess, so they shut down. So that that cut off primer, you know, which is a part of a of a um, round of of ammo. They're like you know, primers got cut off, and we're still behind because of that and stuff like that. So if, if this pops off again and places shut down like they did last time, which I will say from what I've seen so far, um, states are trying are really trying not to lock down as quickly as what they did last time. I I think we've learned enough now that, that, uh, that we kind of realize where, you know, a lot of the spreads coming from. And so they're, they're kind of realizing that, that so we don't need a lockdown at least as of right now we don't, we don't need a lockdown like we did last time um so hopefully that doesn't happen because if we get another lockdown of these ammo manufacturers and stuff it's uh it's going to get real bad
1: well i i don't know if you've been following any of the uh Um, court cases or anything that are going through for the election results and everything. And man, the perfect storm may be brewing. That's all I've got to say. Yeah. And I couldn't, I, I just know that just what I've seen in my family and how people are pitting themselves against each other in ways that I've never, I don't know, I've never seen in my life. And I I know I'm not super old. I'm 29 years old, whatever. Um, But it's, uh, it's, it's depressing just watching society, how it's interacting. Um, you know, we're we're in a really weird spot, and I don't know what 2021 looks like. I had high hopes going through summer, as things kind of chilled out, at least in my state, for a little bit. I mean, our our state definitely has been a roller coaster um, from the state official level. I kind of had—I I had really high hopes that we would chill out and and move into 21, and it'd be a normal year. I don't know if that's the case. So we will see what what I happens.
0: Do, I do want to say I told you so to everybody that told me that after the election, COVID is going to go away. Well, Biden <laughs> didn't win yet. <laughs>
1: I, I don't. I, I think
0: either way, the government's loving the control that they have they have fear, they have control and both like there's, it's not like one party loves that and the other party doesn't. So, well, no,
1: it's very obvious. So the the example, and it's why I hate the partisan politics and it, it's why I, I talk the way I talk on, on my personal page. It, each side, ultimately government expands. It's never a contracting entity. It, It requires Immediate and brute force to actually shrink government—that's just history. It, it doesn't ever just willingly become smaller. So you're ever expanding, and you can get into conspiracy theories of, you know, and, and you don't even have to go down that rabbit hole. Let you know, COVID exists. Who cre- who created it? Why it's out? Whatever doesn't matter. But when these things are you know, exist or when these events occur, officials of all parties like to take the power. They like to pass the legislation that they've always been dreaming of passing. And, you know, I'm super concerned because I'm okay with people making decisions for themselves. I'm okay with businesses making decisions for themselves. I don't like governing officials forcing with threat of violence, business owners, people, society to do certain things, because I truly believe people are smart enough to make the right decision for themselves. If they are given accurate information, when there's distrust, disinformation, lie, obvious lying, there's obvious agendas at play all the time. That's where like someone like me gets extremely frustrated because I now can't make a good decision for my family because I don't understand what the truth is because I have friends that spent their whole life studying viruses. They're telling me one thing, they're professionals. They have their masters in biology. And they, like I said, they study viruses and how they impact society telling me one thing. And then we've got officials telling me another thing. And you've got your family members telling you this thing. And you all at the top of that have an election where people are pitted against each other. You've got pressure. It, I just see a very perfect storm brewing and it makes me really sad and i uh i don't know that society in the world recovers fully from what this has done Um, i just i don't i don't believe it will so and
0: and maybe i'm i'm too optimistic but i think in a lot of ways it will i think people are I, i think everybody no matter what you're where you are on the spectrum of, you know, politically or, or whatever, um, everybody's tired of it and everybody wants to go back to normal. Nobody wants to wear a mask. Nobody wants to shut down businesses and movie theaters and stuff like that. I, 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 I think as soon as, you know, they're talking about there's two different companies that have, um, oh, what do you call it? They have a, uh, A vaccine that are like you know ninety five percent effective, and they're and they're already starting uh, the manufacture. And you know, am I going to be the first one in line for that? No, but it is promising, and that's and even the news of that coming out gives you know you know gives people hope. And I think everybody is looking for that hope. And so I I think in a lot of ways, I think I, I think the public is. Is dying to get back to, quote unquote, normal, and, um, and as soon as something happens, whatever it is that that turns things around with the virus, I think it's going to quickly go back. Uh, yeah, you're way more
1: way more optimistic than me. Yeah, I probably am. <laughs> and that's just I, I just I've just watched how people interact and the animosity that's there. I don't know that you recover from it. I. I truly believe like we have a generation, my kids, my young toddlers, like if your kids are eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 years old, 13, 14, whatever, they may not be as affected. My kids cannot understand why people are wearing masks. And my son who requires facial cues to communicate properly gets so frustrated and does not understand, like, I'm telling you, there's there's going to be the three to seven year old kids, if this extends anymore into 21, that are going to go one to two years of their life without having proper facial cues from people because they've been masked and hidden. And that matters. That means so much. And I, I just know that you can't radically change society like this and not have a ripple effect years down the line. I don't know what it is but it, you will, I don't know. Uh,
0: I, I mean, I'm not saying that, that there's not going to be some ripple effects for what's happening, especially with our kids and education. I mean, I see that firsthand with my kids. And um, no, yeah, I, I'm not by any means saying that there's not going to be some negative effects from what's what's happening. But, you know, just, just kind of what I was trying to say is, I think as far as the general public and and feeling of everybody as soon as things can can restore normalcy people are going to be flooding back into movie theaters and I I mean a lot of people are going to be flooding back to normalcy so I know I can't wait to I keep saying movies I can't I love going to the movies I love love the big screen I can't wait to go back and unfortunately I think I saw that like Regal as is, is, uh it's going under or something or but i think it's as soon as there's a uh, as soon as the need for movies to come back i think it'll come back but we will see it's crazy no times i like i geek out over living through historical times even if it's bad like i just geek out over it I'm like yeah we're living through stuff that
1: i think it'll get worse yeah oh yeah <laughs> i think i think we're we're like you're at that really awesome roller coaster where you just crested that big hill and you're at the bottom and you're like, we're good. We're good to go. No, you just got connected to the next chain and this hill's (laughs) massive and they forgot to finish the track at the backside. So I don't know, man. All I'm saying is there's a lot of like, and again, this isn't a political podcast, but this all relates so much to business. It's it. it, Everything relates to business when you have these pressures, Um, so it is relevant. But I'm just saying that there is still a chance that through court action, Trump wins, and if that happens, I'm really I'm I'm scared. I'm I'm actually I'm actually scared. Pop off.
0: Yeah, things are. It'll
1: get insane. There, like, there's a reason why the news has been hammering president-elect, president-elect, president-elect. And again, I don't care if you like Trump or Biden. This this isn't the point of that. The point is a constitutional process is underway to decide if there was voter fraud and to determine through recounts in several states who the actual winner is. And the Electoral College has not cast their votes yet. So there is no president-elect at this point. So we wait. And... I'm with you. It's exciting because it's, it is history. This is something that just like, um, you know, 9-11 wasn't exciting obviously, but that was history. People lived through history. We grew up through history. Um, I was too young to realize it really, but that's what this is right now. And, uh, it'll be hopefully our businesses continue to grow and thrive because if they do the fact that, in 10 years we'll be able to tell people our businesses were successful through this. Um, it, it'll be something to be, it'll be an accomplishment, something to be looking back on and, and be proud of. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We, we just forge forward and we try to do the best we can. And, um, it's definitely made me think outside the box uh, one of the things we, we're throwing around a lot is what's the mission of TA targets. And obviously our team knows what our mission is. We talk about it all the time, but how can we apply that mission into different areas, whether that's different products or different, um, yeah, different partnerships. So one of the things that I have Perry on right now is uh, business development and he's chasing down, different partnerships and we just had a a long conversation with one yesterday which could be a game changer for ta targets and and what we want to do and i've lined up two or three other conversations that we're not ready to take it on yet but we will be ready to take it on sometime in 21 maybe 2022 and it's just it's one of those things where We have to be looking like you were saying when I was talking about uh, the secondary products with targets and wondering whether or not people are going to buy them. I think the answer to that is yes, people, people will still shoot. I think through marketing, not just from our company, but other powerhouses in the industry, getting people excited to shoot and wanting to train to really high, high standards and push their limit and, and grow as shooters because of those other entities pushing marketing people are going to be shooting and it's our core demographic that already buys our targets. So I'm not, I'm not going to lose sleep over it and there's a lot of work to be done, but that can be done through marketing. But I still want to position our company in a way that uh, we, I don't want to say a plan B. I, I, I don't like the idea of just saying plan B, but I think you know what I'm saying. Just being able to diversify, with products or partnerships that directly relate to what we're already doing. Um, That's what I'm, you know, Perry and I have been hunting down and we we've been beginning those conversations with a lot of different, uh, shouldn't say a lot, but a handful of other, other folks. So exciting stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think one of the, I I, I wanted to get into it, this podcast, but we actually have um, a podcast planned hopefully next week. We'll see. That is that. Um, there's a guest that I'm trying to get on that I think we can really get into. Uh, I was talking to him last night, and we started going down this road. And I was, uh, I told him, I was like, "We need this conversation to be on the podcast." But we are just talking about, um, you know, thinking ahead and thinking of, of where where we want our companies to be, where we want our products to be, what <clears throat> where we, you know, where are there people that we're not marketing to that we should be and how do we reach them? And, um, and, and just all this stuff. And, and and he's got some amazing ideas and and thought process and stuff. And so we're going to try to get him on, um, hopefully next week, next week's a really short week because of Thanksgiving. Um, so hopefully we can can get that lined up, but if not that week, uh, the week after we'll get him on, but I think that'll be a super valuable conversation to, I to have so. We should kind of lighten things up a little bit here and get to everybody's guess. favorite guess. segment.
1: Oh man! Ice break. Ice break. What do we got on ice break today, Greg? Fill right. us in. Let us know what you have cooking in your brain.
0: Right. I kind of got two here that I'm going back and forth on. So. Well, let's um, just
1: speed through them both. How about it?
0: <laughs> all right, first one. Would you rather slowly walk across to red-hot coals or put your hand on a hot iron for 10 seconds? That's really stupid. <laughs> oh, man. That's a lose-lose. No, it's
1: not. Okay. I'm just going to walk across the coals and wear my shoes. No, we can't do that. That Never. You didn't say we that. Can't you can't do that. You did not clarify whether or not I could wear shoes. I say Coles and I'm wearing my shoes. You're stupid. So I can walk across Coles with my shoes on. Plus, what if it's Coles the department store? Oh my
0: gosh. This is why I can't this why I can't do this. All right. Work with I'm going to take the question the way that it's meant to be taken, which is barefoot walk across Coles or not use an oven mitt and touch a hot iron. I'm going to do the walk across coals because I need I, I, my hands are my money makers. I, I need these babies fully intact. Well, what
1: are you, you going to?
0: There's ways to get around yeah. without. And I also think I've I, I've I've seen so many people walk across coals on in the movies and
1: yeah. But here's, so here's uh, my question. Here's, here's no my next. Here's the next thing. Okay. We know the coals. Well, we don't know. Are they hot? Did the fire go out? Is yeah. the frying pan actually <clears throat> above ninety degrees? Is hot what what determines hot? Is it one hundred and twenty degrees? Is it fifty degrees?
0: All right, all right, all right. That's that's enough for that. Next question. <laughs> Would you rather be an unknown superhero or a famous villain? Oh man.
1: I think the famous villain would be more fun. It sounds fun. Yeah. I was, I was going to say like, I just like my gut reaction is if you're an unknown superhero, you've got to try to remain secret. You can't let anybody know about you. You have your day job and then at night you go fight crime. So you're going to be tired all the time. You got the weight of the world on your shoulders. And if you're the villain, man, you just got burn crap down.
0: There's no plan. You Just do stuff. Yeah.
1: It'd definitely That's be it. more
0: fun to be the villain. The more responsible side of myself. Uh, don't
1: bring the morality <clears throat> into it. More moral <clears> side throat> of throat> myself. it.
0: <throat> says the unknown superhero is what we all should be trying to be, especially oh, in these, geez. especially in these troubled times that we're in. <sighs> we should all
1: see. You went there just as bad as I did with the Coles. <laughs> That's just as bad. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me it's not. It's not. So we're both villains. Um, I still don't know if I would do coals or frying pan, but
0: I didn't say frying pan.
1: It's hot, hot iron. What is an iron? Uh,
0: like a clothing iron? I'm I'm imagining like a like a fire poker iron is what I picture to my head when I say that when I read that.
1: Uh, well, that's weird. I I think I don't think that's what it, I, I think, think it's like a clothes iron clothes iron which R I could thought you had
0: clothes iron I don't care they're both hot you don't want to touch either so yeah
1: but the iron's not as Pick hot one. as the coals the coals are like 2,000 degrees
0: but there is method there are methods of how to walk across coals that's what I'm yeah. saying I've seen people do it before I've so, never seen yeah. anybody grab onto a hot iron and not get burned but I've seen people walk across <laughs> coals and not get burned okay I, I picked the coals yeah me too All right, that was that, that was gold Hey, it's hey,
1: it's it, it never gets better. Oh, it never gets old. I love it.
0: It always, oh man, I, okay. <laughs> so okay. I feel like we, man, we really brought a podcast today with very little redeeming qualities to it. So hopefully next, next week we can get our guest on and really blow it out of the water and bring some actual value to our listeners. Uh, some I'm just going to leave that out there for everybody. If you've made it this far, I'm sorry that you've, that you've listened to this. I actually think this was a pretty good one. <clears throat> That's because you got to go spout off about the doom and gloom that we're
1: heading into. I'm not, I, I didn't say that I knew that we were, but I've just said that maybe we are. Mm.
0: I have,
1: I have hope for the future. I just know that it's going to take strong men and good leaders to take us through it. And I just don't know how many of them we have right now. So
0: all we need is all we need Jared is one that is an that unknown superhero. We just wanna, need an unknown. We just need yeah. one unknown superhero.
1: Can I say one more thing? That'd be hilarious. As long as it's hilarious.
0: Otherwise I'm going to edit out of the podcast.
1: <laughs> Depending on how these court cases go, if it were, if the president were to be chosen through the house or the Senate, there's a possibility either Biden would be president or Trump would be vice president or Trump would be president and Biden would be vice president. Just, that would let, be that amazing. Sink in. Just let that sink in. I actually, I actually, that. I I want actually that. think that would be hilarious. Yep, I, I I'm sorry. I don't care what side you're on. I really don't because mm. there's more sides than two. And I'm a human that's complex, but can you imagine, like, just I, think about that.
0: I want that. That would be amazing.
1: I don't think society could melt down if that happened. Like, think about it. Could they? You both got what you wanted. <laughs> you just didn't get it the way you wanted it.
0: <laughs> right. So who do you fight? Uh, whoever's side was the vice vice president would be, would burn the would burn cities down.
1: Well. It'll at least be entertaining. It would be. And I'm too busy to partake in burning cities. So I'll yeah, be I got stuff home. to do.
0: Yeah. I got a business to run and family to take care of. I don't have time to go burn down other people's businesses. Unless it's competitors. Mm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Hope, Hope you guys have listen. an amazing weekend and we will catch you next week see ya